Now streaming on Not the Podcast You Deserve. Welcome to another episode of Now Streaming. I am your host, Drew with a U. With me, as always, is supposedly handsome Drew, above average looking Drew Crawford. So many qualifiers. Then there's just Kyle, bringing up the rear to really help delineate. I think just Kyle's actually way worse than supposedly (laughs) handsome Kyle. Do you want the executive producer moniker? I meant to ask you this. I've already given it to myself. Yeah, okay, awesome. <laughs> nobody understands it anyways, yeah, so that's fine. <laughs> nobody knows what it does. Yeah, so, I could make it up. now yeah. streaming, we talk about what we've been streaming now, currently. Uh, for me, it's not been much other than Rings of Power. Uh, I'm just going to continue to give my update. Uh, I don't think this is bringing enough to the table to warrant watching along with House of the Dragon. Um, if you're like me and Game of Thrones realm goes a little too far and makes you uncomfy a lot, then I think Ring of Power is a good alternative to be a little bit milder in your fantasy, although there are a bunch of elves and dwarves, so it's not like mild fantasy. It's pretty heavy. Um, And also, before anybody says it, yeah, the One Ring turns you invisible. I get it, Kyle. All right? I'm I'm going (laughs) to sink my own ships before you get a chance to. Um, But this newest episode that came out, it is the first time I felt like they're building to something cool. It hasn't quite surfaced yet but it's the first time we're like okay we're heading somewhere and it's going to be it's going to be cool uh, we're about five episodes in so there's going to be a commitment i just think for especially this time era in the lord of the rings uh kind of canon the hobbits are not that important and i don't think that no. the executive producers understand or regular producers or whatever who's ever in charge of writing they're like you love frodo and samwise so we'll give you some hobbit stuff even though it doesn't really matter and that really slows everything down i think I'll also be honest, maybe I'm the minority here. I never cared about the Hobbits, even like watching the movies. I was like, I hate that these guys have to be the ones carrying the ring. <laughs> My whole pitch was take Frodo and Samwell completely out. All of the Hobbits can take them completely out of the second and third movie and let your let your imagination run it, wild is where Frodo it is. It would be cool if Aragorn like his, led this last charge against the, the Black Wall because they, they don't know where Frodo is. Yeah. And like the suspense of not knowing... Just like this is our last stand, and maybe we give them time, maybe we don't. I think that you're right, Kyle. That would have been really cool. I I like thank you. I like the Hobbit storyline. I think it's a great representation of friendship, which is kind of lame to talk about in a sincere way, but <laughs> I, I like it sincerely. Um, and I, there, there, if you know some things about Lord of the Rings realm, there are enough Easter eggs to keep you keep you there and excited. If not, I don't, uh, you can the- let this one go. I, I will say I've actually really enjoyed watching Rings of Power uh, or Ring, uh, whatever. The, there's things of power and they're Lord of the Rings. You get it. I think, uh, yeah. I've, I've actually enjoyed really watching it. And I know people are like, oh, it's too slow. It's too slow. But it's it's a big, giant epic. And yeah. it also pretty much tracks with how the other movies have gone. They start really slow. They introduce you to a bunch of storylines and characters. And then they get you like into this big climactic finish about halfway through. And I think we're getting to that point, like you alluded to earlier. And I think it's going right. to be great as we wrap up. I'm excited. I finally like was able to put my finger on like what like is bothering me about the show. I've only seen the previews and the trailers, <laughs> and it looks like when it, so a trailer came on during a football game for it, and I was like, I, it th- ten seconds into the trailer, I thought this was a Geico commercial. I thought it was like a like a car rental or like a. 
like a car insurance commercial, yeah. like mocking Game of Thrones. And then it kept going. I was like, oh, the gecko's not going to come out. This is really what it looks like. <laughs> and I don't know why. It just looks fake. It looks like it's, it looks, I don't know. Yeah. I don't no, know. I, I, that's me. I can see where you're coming from. I'd say if you watch the show, you don't get that feeling. It does feel kind of like a, a real world. There is some magic and some, I don't know what a good word, for, kind of some Zack Snyder superhero-y look to a lot of things sometimes. Oh, okay. Which I don't know if it's a positive or a negative for a lot of people. Sure. But it, is, yeah. it can it's be tough to, to witness, especially on like a small kind of boiled down like commercial where I'm sure they don't have the 4K you know, representation of how it was supposed to be viewed or whatever. I don't know enough about tech, tech stuff, though, to talk about. But that. here's what I do know. The executive producer cut of Lord of the Rings... Uh, will be whenever I find 15 hours to screencast all three movies and then edit out all of Frodo's scenes. I'll release it straight if, to YouTube, and I'm sure if you do no that, copyright will be infringed upon. I will rent out Alamo Draft House, and we will view it every month. Every perfect. Yeah. No, that, that's all I really wanted to talk about. There's been a couple movies, but nothing worth mentioning on air. So I'll, I'll kick it to you, Kyle, if you want to pick up the torch. Guys, I saw this weekend I went to the theater and I saw the second best movie and the tenth best movie of twenty twenty two, which I will now Tell talk me. about. Tell me now. Beginning with the tenth best movie, which is titled Barbarian. It's a horror movie. So basically we got the night off, got the kid at the grandparents' house, and I looked at my wife and I was like, Let's go see a movie. I really want to see Bullet Train. She was like, Yeah, but we could also see Barbarian. So we went and saw Barbarian. Oh, and no. uh, it is a dark, twisted, like dark humor, fun, scary movie. Oh, okay. Not that scary. More suspenseful with kind of a fun storyline. There's a Skarsgård in it. Uh, always a Skarsgård. Um, it is directed by more Zach like, Kreger. More like a Skarsgård. Nice. Uh, Zach Kreger directed it, and that name probably doesn't mean anything to you. It sure does Also, if you saw his face, you might go, that guy looks oddly familiar. He was one of the five guys in The Whitest Kids You Know. Oh. And now he's apparently directing scary movies. Yeah. Um, so that gives you kind of an idea. It's not like a horror film. It's like a weird kind of zany movie that is very tense. Uh, Justin Long has an awesome role in it. And Georgina Campbell. Never seen her anything, but she was uh, really good in this movie. And I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's the 10th best movie of 2022. As uh, as seen by Kyle. So I was gonna. Uh, but then, as far as like scary movie stuff goes, did they do anything kind of original or fun that stood out to you that separated it from other movies? It is the least predictable horror movie I've seen since oh. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, all horror movies are kind of like I know where this is going, and then it goes there. This movie, I had no clue at any point in time how or why this was going on. It's very unpredictable, and I appreciated that for it. Um, and it plays on the fact that you know that you think a jump scare should be coming. So it hangs <laughs> on to it for like 30 seconds, like way too long, uh, which was kind of uncomfortable. But knowing what I know now, I really, yeah. I can go back and watch it without having my ears covered uh, for <laughs> a minute stretch at a time. Um, so it's a good one. It's not super scary. It is a very original, fun horror movie. Um, and it is the 10th best movie of 2022 so far. Wow. So congratulations to Barbarian. And Zach Kreger, the you, second best movie of 20... Okay, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, I was going to say, I bet we hear about it again and not the Oscars you deserve 2023. Oh, man, quite possibly. Um, 
Yeah, the Skarsgård guy does a great job in that movie. More like um, Scaresgard. There it is, the second time, just in case the first one gets cut. Yeah, no, I love it. That's a good deal. Rule of three. Um, just beware. <laughs> There's a jump scare coming. This, oh, my God. The second best movie of 2022, Bullet Train. Oh, my gosh, guys. This <laughs> yes. movie is so good. Drew Allen did not lead us astray. <laughs> and Dale was probably was pretty close to accurate when it was John Wick times speed plus uh, whatever the other one was. Smoking Aces. Smoking aces. Yeah. Oh, that actually fits really well. Yeah. No, that's Scary actually the good. best way anybody <laughs> can describe that movie. Um, it might be the best movie ever. I don't know. I when I was sitting in the theater, I was having so much fun. Yeah. I was like, this is incredible. Um, it's hard to translate. There are lots of mm-hmm. the amount of fun you get watching that movie. How about this? Channing Tatum, Michael Shannon, Zazie Beetz, and Ryan Reynolds are all in this movie for a combined total of maybe 45 seconds. (laughs) Maybe a little bit more than that. If that gives you an idea of what you're in for. Um, But here's what I didn't know. I knew that uh, uh, Drew Allen had talked about how David Leach was a director Mm -hmm. last week or two weeks ago. I did not know that... Uh, he was Brad Pitt's uh, stunt double for a long time. Mm. Uh, he was Brad Pitt's stunt double in Fight Club, Ocean's Eleven, Troy, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and probably some other stuff. He And then Brad Pitt did a cameo in Deadpool 2, mm-hmm. which he directed. Yeah. Um, so I would love... I think it's super cool when guys like the Stahelski guy who did John Wick, yeah. uh, who was Keanu Reeves' stunt double. Um, oh, Captain America's uh, Chris Evans' stunt double is doing a lot of directing now, too cannot remember his name um but yeah i I didn't know about david leach and that makes a lot of sense though because the action's really really good yeah and uh my goodness it's such a fun movie um that is the most fun i've had in theater that's the best movie i've seen in theaters in 2022 for sure so cannot recommend bullet train enough uh to the audience go out and see it it is so fun you will not regret it sweet no i love that i want to see both of those uh, well, I definitely want to see Bullet Train. You might have talked me into Barbarian. I'm not a scary movie guy, but you might have talked me into yeah. it. Comparing like it to Cabin they're... in the Woods, I, I, I yeah. might see it now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not at all. It's not very much like Cabin in the Woods oh, okay. in terms of like, haha, funny. It's just, it's as unpredictable. Like, okay. You don't really know what the heck is going on. Uh, I don't want to say it is similar to Cabin in the Woods in the fact that it is a funny m- movie. Okay. Because Cabin in the Woods is a great comedy. Uh this is not as much a horror. It's a, I don't know, it's a weird, it's a weird defies category at this point. Wow. Genre bending? Genre bending, if you will. Yeah. Crawford, what have you been watching, man? Well, I did start watching Welcome to Wrexham after your recommendation, and mm. I absolutely love it. It's checking all it's the so boxes good. for me. I'm a big Always Sunny yeah. in Philadelphia fan, so yeah. uh, seeing Rob McElhaney makes me happy. And then uh, he and Ryan Reynolds are just both very funny and I think also very smart people. And so they're able to do a show about a business decision that they made and do it in a captivating and funny way uh, <clears throat> where they are mostly poking fun at themselves more than anybody else. Uh, yeah. there, there's one line, I think, in the third episode where they hire a new CEO for the club and Ryan Reynolds said, and... She's very smart and that she asked to not be featured very heavily on the documentary, <laughs> yes. which I did not know was an option. So yeah. <laughs> you got to the part where Rob McElhaney's having to convince the new guy to be their head coach yeah, or their manager, whatever it's called. 
that scene is awesome. He goes, did I sound like an asshole? I think I sounded like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. And Ryan Reynolds so goes, funny. one thing you need to know about Rob is that he will not get off the phone till he gets what he wants. He called me when I was 16, and now I'm 42, and I own a football team with him. And <laughs> that's how it happened. That's so good, man. That show's great. Uh, but in addition to that, that's right. When you hear that sound, it's time for the segment of Crawford's Corner. And if there wasn't a sound there, that means Kyle hasn't figured out how to edit that in yet. <laughs> It's not like you gave me a sound you wanted. Yeah. You just had well, a long Kyle, think about Yeah, but, but that's you you'll put it with, in later. Kyle, you can come up with whatever noise you want. I'm giving you executive producer privileges here to to go. Oh, good. Why did I give myself this title? What a mistake. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing I a, huge mistake. a lot of didgeridoo, maybe some harmonica. Just really get crazy with it. No pressure. No pressure. Okay. But whatever that sound is going to be, and if you want to submit a sound, do it. Send us <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, we'll, I'll, make it, I'll make Kyle put it in there. That would be great. Um, but in, in Crawford's Corner, uh, everybody knows I love to watch trailers. Sometimes I watch trailers and pretend like I have seen the movie and talk about it very confidently. So I watch trailers all the time. I want to give you a recap of some of the trailers I've been seeing recently and tell you... What's going to be good, what I think is not going to be good, and what I'm really looking forward to seeing coming out. Um, so, first up, we got The Fablemans, which is a movie uh, by Steven Spielberg, which looks like it's, it's going to be about the life of Steven Spielberg. But, like, I don't think it's going to say his name. Um, but it looks pretty much like a self-portrait, if you will. Uh, it looks pretty interesting. Um it's got uh, Paul Dano, who always plays crazy people, and he's going to play the dad. Sure. So I think he's going to be more like the normal dad, so I'm interested to see how he does with that. Um, I don't think it'll be great, but I think it'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be interested to see how Spir- Spielberg talks about himself. Um, Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out. Oh, come on. Uh, the return of a classic decom and if you were not born before 1995 that's a disney channel original movie and hocus <laughs> pocus is fantastic it's the only good thing sarah jessica parker has ever done and <laughs> i don't believe that she also married matthew broderick so uh i think she was great in sea biscuit sure Oh, oh my God. that's <laughs> that's mean. That's mean. That was the only movie with the horse. That's a deep. That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. Spirit. Kidding me. All right, <laughs> back to my corner. This is you guys stay in your own corners. Uh, I love Hocus Pocus. It was a great movie growing up, and I'll be interested to see how they do. Uh, I think it'll be scratching uh, an itch for nostalgia, and I think it'll just be really fun. And Disney Plus is crushing it right now. So I really believe in that. Uh, Glass Onion, a Knives Out story. This is going to be a big money grab by Netflix, uh, Uh. where Daniel Craig is reprising his role as CSI KFC. And he is (laughs) uh, basically hosting a murder mystery party 
I, I believe the premise is going to be he got so famous for solving the Knives Out case that he now hosts murder mystery themed parties that people come to and like on this island and pay a lot of money to go through a whole murder mystery and then somebody's actually killing somebody <sighs> no. there and it's a real mystery so I'll be interested to see if it turns out that it actually is a real mystery or if it's like a big double fake um, looks like a pretty good cast uh, but also looks like it's going to be a huge money grab uh, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it's I would be very surprised if it's as good as the original but I'll probably see it anyway and just see what's up uh, The Mandalorian 3 that's going to be amazing I'm really freaking excited no more questions uh, Mr. Harrigan's Phone this is going to be a Stephen King movie uh, about Donald Sutherland murdering people with a Gen 1 iPhone from beyond the grave. And <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that and you figure out the rest. Um, Babylon. Uh, this trailer just came out. It's going to be an all-star cast about Hollywood when movies moved from silent film oh, to talkies. Yeah. It looks really funny. Uh, it's got Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, Tobey Maguire, a bunch of other people that I just forgot their names at you know top of the show, so whatever. Uh, but it looks like it's going to be pretty akin to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, and I may just be thinking that because Brad Pitt's also starring in it. But it looks like it's going to be that kind of offbeat humor, um, really fun, big, big all-star cast. I don't know if it's going to be as good. Um, but I am excited to see it. And then finally, Want to Dance with Somebody. Uh, it's going to be a Whitney Houston oh, biopic. Yeah. Uh, it's by the same people that did Bohemian Rhapsody. It's another big music biopic. I mean, these are basically every eight months. Who's playing Whitney Houston? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it probably won't be the best movie because I think a lot of times when people make these biopics, they they everybody has an agenda when they make these. So I think it's really hard to make a really poignant and and good story with them as well a lot of times they're just like we know you like these people so we're gonna make a movie about them um but she sounds absolutely amazing yeah in the preview she sounds i don't know if she's doing all the singing live or not i'll, I'll look into that later but she sounds fantastic so I'm, I'm really excited to see it and also stanley tucci's in it and i love the tooch so sure uh naomi aki i don't know her fine work cool but that has been Crawford's Corner. Tune in next time when you hear this sound. Crawford's Corner. And you'll know it's time for some trailer watch. Can I put one on your uh, trailer talk on your to-do list? Yeah. The menu. Saw a commercial or saw a preview for the menu uh, at Barbarian. Oh yeah. And that was actually my first note for Barbarian was the menu looks awesome. <laughs> so take a look at that one okay. for next week. Let me know what you think. Will do, will do. And then you the listener hang around because we got She-Hulk episode 5 coming up next.